Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 236, Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in a basement. It's me, j Nation, freshly minted as the Pick'em League champion, Duvall, in second place, very salty, very hurt, but how you doing, Duvall? I'm good, man. Uh, it was a hard-fought year. I'm not going to say whether it was fixed or, you know, <laughs> whether, you know, it, it was it was on the referee side, you know, because he was the one that created the league, but, um, but congrats to you, man. It was fun, but uh, if you're looking for me... Rod versus Duval on Twitter, just Duval on Instagram. I knew if I ever did win this league, we've been doing it for like what four years now, that the 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 fix of people thinking I fixed it was in. So I'll take that. But hey, you know, I'm glad to at least take the victory once. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully we get a March Madness. It looks like it. That'll be our next competition. And it looks like they're gonna start doing Survivor, so we'll fire that back up as well. But again, thanks for everyone who Jumped out on that, joined. I know it's a battle of attrition, basically picking all the way to the Super Bowl. So I think everybody here pretty much picked all the way to the end. So appreciate that, and we'll see how the rest goes. But Chris, been a while. How you been? Good. How are y'all? Doing pretty good. Now we well, were. I did, I did not pick all the way to the Super Bowl. Because oh, okay. The other pick'em league I've been doing for like twelve years. They always stop at the end of the regular season, so like my brain just stopped. Like I just kept forgetting. So <laughs> I got into the top ten and then I dropped out. So I should yep. bet on that. Yeah, it was. We were wondering with the new we did this year. Uh, drop two lowest scores. We didn't know how that was going to factor in. Look, Jeeves now doing double screen. Got the- <laughs> Jeeves is just continuing continuing his shenanigans from Sunday. If you haven't watched the video of us, Jeeves was on fire. He confused Mike Allstott and John Lynch as position players and fullbacks and safeties. He confused Michael Phelps and Ryan Lochte. He thought the Super Bowl (laughs) halftime show was outside the stadium at another venue. It was all over the place. It was typical Jeeves. I'm glad we we got to catch two of Jeeves's. Jeebisms on camera for the world to see. So, like five thousand people have seen you be Jeeves there. How you feeling, Jeeves? I'm feeling good. All right. I mean, getting the name little group uh, mixed up there, but it's all good. All right. Before uh, I jump, you, before I jump down to you, Jeeves, let's make sure Chris, you, as we talked before, you've got kind of breaking news. You finally have a girlfriend after so many years of coming on the pod and talking about your singleness. Congrats on that. Yeah. And I would appreciate that. And I was always talking about it from the online dating perspective and lucky enough to find this girl organically in the real world. So, <laughs> better these days. During a pandemic, too. That's impressive. Well, hey, good friends, you know, speak highly of you. Good friends have good friends, right? Now, I'm just going to give you a slight dig here because I haven't seen her on social media yet, so I don't know if she's real. You keep talking about you keep talking about it, but I haven't seen a photo. So until I see a photo, then I'll believe you. Hey, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, where can you be found if you want to be found? Uh, on Instagram at Buscemi's Kid, B-U-S-C-E-M-I-S-K-I-D, Buscemi's Kid. All right. And have you given up on Twitter? Man, basically. Other than if I need to like get something, try to get something done with a company or something. Like. <laughs> All right, Jeebs. You doing all right now? You got your two screens figured out? Yeah, I got it figured out. It updated and switched over. All right. 
If you guys are looking for me, it's Jeeves1988 all across the board. All right. And then Lurs, it's been a while, but I know. Yo, yo. How you been? Good, man. Good, good, good. Well, where can you be found if you want to be found? Um, Harold Jenderson on Twitter. All and right. Lurs Mania on Instagram. Nice. Yeah, and Lurs, you had a top five finish there. Right yeah, that, I think that was because I picked to the Super Bowl because my picks weren't great. <laughs> I, that was so, it, it was, but it looks good, you know. Exactly, it, it, I think you're correct because there were so many people who were in that top ten who didn't realize, like Chris, that we kept picking. So then they didn't pick at all, and you were able to accumulate just enough points to kind of creep up yep. there and get you a little a solid finish, a respectable finish. So, well, well <laughs> you know. All right, for me, it's JRL Nation, Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, the Beards Watch Podcast, and you can find our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. And, of course, our, as I mentioned, our YouTube with our Beerio carts, our reaction videos. That was the last one of the season for the 2021 football season. We'll do another NFL draft one coming up like we did similar to last year and similar to the LaMelo Ball reaction. And then also, you know, brew reviews and all that good stuff. That's They See Me Rolling. So go do that. Subscribe, watch. Five stars, all that. And if you're really feeling crazy, go buy you a t-shirt. So let's dive into it. I was wrong on the Super Bowl. I don't know how the Bucks just showed up better than the Chiefs. And I'll give I'll give the floor to Lurs because it's been a while. What's your thoughts on that that second half terrible game? Yeah, I mean it wasn't an exciting game. Um I mean it was just Bucks played a perfect game. Yep. And when both Tackles out for the Chiefs really made a difference, and clearly Mahomes was injured, you know. Yeah. So, but Bucks just had a complete game, complete now, team. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Lurs, I, I, I said it when we were watching the Super Bowl. So Duvall and Jeeves had heard me. Did you? It felt like during that game, it felt like the Panthers Super Bowl year. That game of how the Chiefs, oh, yeah. had such oh, an yeah. un- unstoppable offense throughout the whole year, all the way through the playoffs. And then got to the big game, and Mike Rimmers decided to play like just yeah. Oh, and it just that whole offense just stopped. Mahomes had no time. He made some crazy plays. His receivers dropped a ton of passes. Yeah. And oh yeah. It, it just it was very eerie to see that. It felt like I was watching that that Panthers Broncos Super Bowl again, but Chiefs Bucks. And like you said, I mean Brady did what he had to do. Didn't make too many mistakes. There's a couple little ticky tack fouls. I think the refs should have swallowed their whistled on from the jump, yeah. but. Again, it, I, that wasn't the difference in yeah. the game. Some people said it was, but there's no way. Yeah, I mean, t- to me, right before the second, right before halftime, when Tariq Hill ran out of bounds and they ended up just getting a field goal and gave them a minute to drive down the field, I knew Grady was going to drive down the field. Yeah, and I mean, I just think it's crazy. He's so old, yeah. and he can still. He can still do it, and, like, Drew Brees, like, clearly can't do it. You know what I yeah. mean? So, it's it's wild. Yeah. It's wild. All right, Duvall. Um, I know we kind of touched on it the other day, but, I mean, it, it wasn't as exciting. Um, I, I just think, you know, we talked about the other day about just how it felt like a Panthers one. It was just like they had so much momentum, so much built up, and then you go into that game, and they just – they just crapped a bed. But also at the same time, to me, I feel like Tampa Bay had the perfect game plan. They yep. were just like, we're going to double Tyreek Hill. We're going to double 
Kelsey and make somebody else beat beat us. If it's Hardman, if it's Sammy Watkins, if it's Edwards Delaire, it's somebody like that, they're going to beat us. And if they beat us, okay, we deserve to lose. But there's no way Tyreek Hill is going to have seven catches for 220. Hardman is going to have 50 yards of total um, on off receiving and rushing. Um, and then you can't give Kelsey 150 or 170 yards. So if you hold them – then that's fine, and, and and I think it was really good. I know we talked. I think we may have talked about it before the before the actual Super Bowl was just like if you double them, make somebody else beat you, and that's ultimately what they did. So I tip my hat to Tampa Bay. Um, they were the better team. Now, if you had to play again and the Chiefs were completely healthy, might be a different outcome. But that's the difference between football and basketball. You get one shot. Yeah. So Tampa Bay was better on that one day, and I mean. It, as much as I hate to see Tom Brady win it again, um, you can't argue the greatness for you to take one organization to the Super Bowl six times, and then in one year in Tampa Bay, you take them to the Super Bowl. Now, granted, they had a much loaded team. They got a lot of young talent still on the defensive side of the ball. They'll still have to make some decisions with some of their free agents, but, I mean, you still can't argue how – I mean, I think they were 7-5 and five and then won seven straight and then didn't lose in the playoffs. Like, I mean – yeah. Pretty good. I mean, they were a five seed, and I think the key to that, too, Duvall, was they were able to get pressure on Mahomes with only four. You know what I mean? They only had to rush four, and so they could, they were able to double those guys and not have to worry about getting, you know, burnt down the field because the four were getting there. If the four weren't getting there, I think they would have had to rethink that, but since they were consistently getting there, and then the receivers were dropped. Kelsey had a big drop after they had the goal line stand. Tyreek Hill had a, a touchdown drop after Mahomes went crazy. I mean, it just, it just wasn't their night. It was a bad day to – you know, have a bad game, but Chris, your thoughts? Yeah, as you know, as well as Tampa Bay played and all that Kansas City had going against them, like Mahomes still kept them in that game, like you just said, with the two big drops. Like one was in the end zone while he was like falling over. It was one of those crazy throws he made. So it's like without Mahomes, that's like a forty-one three Super Bowl. Like yeah. Brady gets the ball and rips, you know, an average quarterback in that setup. But like yeah, it's unfortunate because it was kind of boring in the first half, but there were still big plays to keep you interested. And uh, man, Brady's the goat, dude. Yeah, I mean it's hard to it's hard to combat that that statement. Yeah. Now, I, the weird thing was is so before the game, Jeeves was over here a little early, and we fired up Madden twenty sixteen Bucks versus Chiefs, <laughs> and I actually beat Jeeves. I had the Bucks, and I beat him thirty one to seven. And that game, <laughs> and we were playing with Jameis Winston and Alex Smith. I think the only person on the teams were I had Mike Evans, and then he had Travis Kelsey. Everybody else, I think, was just totally different players and stuff. But it's just wild how that had totally nothing to do with the game, but how eerily similar that score shook out in a in a game from 2016. But Jeeves, let's hear some Jeevism thoughts. I mean, like everybody said, the Bucks played a perfect game. Uh, you stated it on Sunday multiple times that it felt like the Panthers game, and you think they would go into the locker room and come out with a new game plan for the second half as far as the Chiefs, but they didn't do that. And all the drops that, I mean, Kelsey had one, which he normally catches. Tyree Kill had one, which he normally catches, hit him off the helmet. Um, but, I mean, Bucks played a perfect game and can't knock him for it. Now, well, you know, we, were, we talked about two. I wonder how much that effect of the of the Andy Reid son 
almost killing two kids drunk driving also had the – I felt like the Chiefs came out flat. I mean, I felt like the Chiefs came out flat, and you could tell there was something just bad vibes in there. I mean, when you've got a coach – got a coach that knows all the players – who literally got into a drunk driving accident three days before and someone could be, you know, kids could be dying, how that yeah. just kind of, <laughs> that bad cloud of just, you know, voodoo and headspace when you're thinking like, wow, this, you know, life is more than football kind of thing. What, you know, I that, think, that played a factor in it. Also, though, Andy Reid's, like, old stereotype kind of came back and haunted him. Yeah. Didn't run the ball. Fair. Because, I, I mean, I think they should have ran the ball a lot more. Yeah. Because the yards per carry were pretty good. And also, they always try to go for the big play. I was looking at some stuff on Twitter earlier that was saying there were some things over the middle that were like five-yard gains that could have been there. Yeah. yeah. But granted, it's kind of hard to hit those yeah. when you're running backwards. Yeah. True. As soon as the ball's hiked. That's true. We, like, and like you said, I mean, we've seen that in the Super Bowl before. <laughs> you know how it ends. Yes. Like, you know, I think everyone knew that Kansas City wasn't coming back. Yeah. Well, once was, once Mahomes on that fourth down where he's like parallel to the ground and throws that pass to the receiver and it hits him square in the hands and the face mask, Yeah. that's when I knew it was over, over. Like there was yeah. still a glimmer yeah. of hope. Like it was going to have to take a lot. But once that happened, I was like, okay, because there was like 11 minutes left in the fourth. And then that, then the Bucks chewed up more time, kicked a field goal, and, and that's, you know, that was all she wrote. Yeah. But it just wasn't Kansas, their day. Kansas City's been coming back from 10-plus point deficits for two years, though. Yep. Like I couldn't, you can't rule them out yeah. until they're six minutes left and they're down 19. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> all right. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So now on like, you know, do I also thought the weird thing was, is how the, uh, the, the bucks, their team has been built very differently than what's been in the past. They've got ton of former first rounders on one year deals. Adama Kasu. I mean, Shaquille Barrett was a guy that came over from Denver a couple years ago. Um, they hit up Vita Vey coming back, really helped them out as a first round pick. Yeah, that that was huge. Yeah, I Vita mean, Vey was huge. He, and then, Literally. I mean, yeah, he's a huge man, and he just yeah. blew up the whole the whole defense. I mean, the offensive line with all their backups in, and then even like on the offensive side, they draft Trishan Wirfs. They put some pieces. The, the guy, uh, their center was drafted a second or third round. And then you had Mike Evans, but then the Antonio Brown pickup, the Gronk trade. I mean, their team, they hit on a lot of their third, fourth, yeah. fifth round picks. That helped as well, on top of adding those veteran pieces that can complement. Yeah, it's a good, uh, it might be a motto the Panthers are following. It, it seems like it. It's, you got you get the quarterback, and then you get people that want to come, and it'll take a little less. But here's you gotta hit those late rounders. You've gotta that's hit the, the late rounders. That's really it. Yes. You gotta hit at least to me, like you gotta hit I don't know if we'll have a first this year. I don't know what'll happen there. But well, I mean, we you gotta can't. you gotta hit the second. Yeah. The second's gotta be a guaranteed starter. Yeah. Maybe and then you third. And yeah. really the third, yeah. Yes. But but if you hit four and five and miss on three, you you can live with yeah. that. But like you gotta hit like five, six, and seven, you gotta have two of those hit if you start trading your picks. Yes. Yes. Now, like, to get into it, I mean, does anybody else have any final thoughts before we dive into the Panthers breakdown nah. on the Super Bowl? 
I mean, I'm sure every NF, every place has covered it, but I mean, there's not too much to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the right. So, sucked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I say, all around, it just wasn't that exciting. The, the commercials, yeah. the game in the second half. I mean, it just. Kinda... I enjoyed the halftime show because I'm a weekend fan of the weekend, so okay. it wasn't a bad halftime show. Yeah. I actually liked it. And I never liked the halftime show. I complained every, uh, last year. I was complaining about halftime shows. I actually didn't think it was that bad. And then everybody's trashing it. I'm like, well, what the hell do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's always with a halftime show. Like, if you like the artist, you're gonna enjoy it at least. Yeah. But yeah, if you and then you, the other side of it, just going in with an open mind. Like to me, it didn't blow me away, but it was cool enough. I mean, at least the visuals were cool enough. With him, it felt like he ran around the stadium 17 times. And then you got the good meme of him running through the mirror room. So that'll be used forever of just like me, you know, looking for something in the morning or whatever, just thinking of stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> that worked out. But we'll jump over to some Panthers here. So, Adam, I want to give you the floor because I see we have some disagreements on the Twitter sphere. You were all in on the first round pick, the Stafford trade. I want to hear your reasons oh, yeah. behind that. I mean, if we're just giving up the, the eighth pick overall to get a guaranteed starter, I think that's easy money. Okay. I think that's a safe trade. Even if he ends up not working out, it ends up being a safe trade. So you'd rather do and that? I think he's good. Okay. And I think he's good. I mean, so, that was just an option. I would have been cool with that. Yeah. I like that offer. And I don't think it was too much. It wasn't, you know, like it it, wasn't too much. I just hate giving up. If, if we were sitting in the teens, I would have felt – better about it sitting at eight yeah. i feel like there's still elite talent that we potentially get for a 33 year old quarterback I, I mean yeah but i i mean he, if he's healthy i mean who knows how long he can play you know what i mean too so we're seeing him play longer and longer so i would say at the very least for the next two years it'd be worth it my problem my problem would have been is what offensive line would have been able to protect him he would have went from Detroit with no offensive line to us with no offensive line, and then all of a sudden he's a, a broken shoulder away from being done. Well, that's why free agency you gotta you gotta get to work. You know what I mean? I, know I, mean. I mean, if we're and then you spend the second round, hell, even third round, you can find good guards in the second and third round, easy yeah. money. So and there's creative ways to trade and whatnot like that. Uh, that tackle from Baltimore. Yeah, he's on the block, so I'm sure we'll be in on that. Like. I personally, I don't know what's going to happen with the quarterback spot, though. And I think that's the biggest thing. I think we're definitely trying to make a move. Yep. I just don't know if the move is there to be made. I don't. I don't. And I'm I'm a little worried about spending. If we don't make a trade, I don't really like the option at eight. I like Trey Lance. To me, is not. I mean, I'll obviously I'll root for him. If that ends up being our pick, and I think he does have a lot of potential, but I want an act, a quarterback that's known to be accurate. Yeah. I want to see an accurate quarterback. Under, like, I feel like that's what you need, an you, accurate quarterback. Does the Josh Allen reclamation of his accuracy ease that at all? Because Josh Allen was not accurate at all, and then all of a sudden this year, he that offense tailed around him in a great wide receiver – Made him into MVP conversation. Yeah, I mean, it helps, but I, I still think, uh, I, I still think Josh Allen's a little different. But I, it, if you were to tell me that that's who he would be, I'd be all in on that. That'd yeah. be fine. And see, that's but where I'm I, not. I wouldn't hate the pick. Yeah. But honestly, 
I'm still at a point where, I mean, don't reach. If they, and I feel like they're not going to reach. So if they pick a quarterback in the draft, whether they, they trade up and get one or whoever they pick, I feel like they'll be, that'll be their guy. Yeah, I agree. And I'll, and that, and I've already, I mean, obviously I like rule and I've said that, so I'd be going against what I think in general if I didn't like it. Yeah. But I'd rather, I'd personally, I mean, I, lo- I really like Zach Wilson, but I'd personally rather, like, what if one of those two tackles fell to eight, two, yeah. like, I think that's just as much a priority either way. Yeah. Here's. But I, Teddy's just. If we go into next year with Teddy as starting quarterback, it's going to be really, like, not exciting. Like, it'll suck. Yeah. Even, like, I don't care. I just want a new quarterback. I'd love to trade Teddy. I saw one straight up for Garoppolo, and then we just cut Garoppolo. (laughs) Because, like, his contract's not guaranteed or something. So that'd be a a quick win, and then you could sign someone. Like, I don't care. I just want to see a different quarterback. I, I'm preparing myself to see Teddy as a starter again, just so I'm not overly like you know I'm let down about it. But I, I I'm reminded of earlier in the year when someone brought up how I know what you're talking about. Don't reach, and I'm with you. I don't want them to take Trask or Mac Jones at eight at all. No, but to hell me, no. if if Trey Lance or Trask, uh, hell no. Yeah, I know. Period. If if, if <laughs> Trey Lance or Justin Fields are there. I don't want them to, similar like the Broncos did a couple years ago, they took Bradley Chubb because they thought they were set with whoever they had at the time and yeah. passed over Josh Allen when they could have taken Josh Allen. The guy was from Wyoming. He wanted to go. He loved uh, John Elway growing up. So I don't want them to pass on a quarterback because they feel like, oh, we can, you know, we, we've got Teddy or whatever it is. But if it's their guy, it's one of those two. I think that's the only two I can see sliding. Is, is Lance or Fields. Yeah, like we'd have to trade up for Wilson. Yes. And, I mean, Fields falling would be – I mean, it would look awesome. Personally, I'm not a big – Yeah. It's not – and I'm not – I don't – that's not saying he's not going to be good. And I wouldn't hate – I'd rather have Fields than Lance. But ultimately, I view them almost the same. Yeah. I well, really do. I, yeah, they're both athletic Because freaks. Fields has a little more of a – Obviously, he's more seasoned. He's obviously he's more accurate. Too, yeah, but he's not very. He's still not. I haven't seen enough of his accuracy to think he's a. He can make the NFL throws like I've seen because we see we've all seen Cam. Yeah, and at the end of the day, he never crafted that accuracy. I, I think he was on the verge of doing it before he got hurt. But I mean, we know what it's like. Not have a quarterback that can like you know can make that throw. No well, what. the thing with Cam was it, when he was given time, he that New Orleans game, the playoff game, the last one oh, we lost. That might he have been was, his best game. Yeah, he, yes, he was accurate when he had the time and he could we step up. Won too. And, yes, and step up in the pocket. He was one of the most accurate. Now, yes, when things got hut, rushed and hurried, he did revert back to his old school days because he was an athletic freak and could just throw the ball. And then it hurt him more when the shoulder got jacked up and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'll, I'll let Duval. What's your What's your thoughts? Um, kind of just to add to that, like I mean, I, like I said, I would prefer um, Lance or Fields. I'm kind of opposite of um, of Lawyers. I'm I'm not necessarily sold on Zach Wilson. Um, 
he just didn't show me enough in college. And I mean, you can say the same thing about Trey Lance, but um, it's just nothing that I've seen that, that just has me say, okay, I, I'll take him over over Lance. I think Lance has a lot of potential. Um, I think Fields does as well. Um, Fields was able to show up in some big games. I mean, you got to look at the Clemson game and you got to look at, I mean, you can even go back to maybe last year because I know we had a couple of tough games this year as he was, if they were going through COVID and all that kind of stuff. But I think he still got so much more upside. I think at eight, um, they do go quarterback. I think it will be Lance because I got. Because if we have Teddy, bottom line, it's going to be another five winner. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't. The Teddy sucks. This Green. is my thing on that. So he like, sucks. He does suck. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah, he but can't throw it. Well, he doesn't. He's. He can't throw it far. He can't throw it deep at the end of the day. And it limits the offense. And serviceable's not winning you more than five games, you know. And that's- but, but, here's, but here's the thing, though. Okay, so he got us five wins this year. The only thing is, is you can't guarantee that we're going to get five wins next year because we could get more than that. The reason why I say that is because some of those games that we, we were a play away or a mistake away from taking yeah. those wins. So this year it might flip and we might get seven, eight wins. So now we're out of the range for getting a quarterback because now we're sitting at seven and nine, eight and eight. Now we're picking between 15 and 20. And now you're like, oh, shit, you know. Teddy, Teddy is Teddy. He ain't changing. Yeah. And he's the reason he why those plays change, weren't but made. You got to look at the teams around him. I mean, you, you got to look, look at our division. I mean, we might get two in Atlanta next year and two in New Orleans next year. Not with Teddy. No, yeah. Not with Teddy, man. Because listen, we were in all these games this year, and literally on the last drive, how many times did he make a horrible throw, the wrong throw, the wrong play, uh, milk the clock down when he shouldn't have? Like at the end of the day, when it mattered the most, he frailed, and that's what you can't have. So you can't be a playoff team. Here, here's the best case scenario: is if you end up taking a Lance or a Fields, and they sit behind Teddy for a couple, like the Mahomes-Alex Smith thing. And let's say Teddy does. We go 10-6, 9-7, because now there's seven spots in the, in the playoffs. You scoot in, you go one and done, whatever. Then you can at least have a quarterback that's set for a year, and you can say, okay, we're not going to give Teddy extension because we know he probably, like you, Adam's going to say, he's going to have his limits. There's no way he's going 13-3, and 14-2. So yeah. then you at least go, okay yeah. – what we can because then by then the year three hits you can cut them and it only like a, a five million cap hit and you can say you know what we're going with the young guy because we took him in the first round you don't take quarterbacks in the first round to sit that long that to me would be the best case but also I agree with Adam to a sense to where even if Teddy comes back and we take a guy at eight or whatever he's going to screw up and get hurt at some point in the, in the year and that quarterback's going to come in and we may never see Teddy again so I hope I hope. I mean, they clearly want to get rid of him. Yes, which which they, to me is one of the funniest things after last year when they went so in on Teddy. It makes no sense. It makes no – well, clearly also they learned from Cam. Like, they're letting everyone know early they want to get yeah. rid of him instead of – Yeah. Him. But, yeah. And, and this has been my only qualm with any move that's been made really the last three years is – we just shouldn't have signed him. Yes, we should just roll with Greer yep. and PJ yep. Walker last yep. year. Yep. Yeah. Saw what happened. And I mean, best case, what would have happened was we win five games like we yep. did. Yep. And one of those two quarterbacks was like 
serviceable with the potential because they're young still. Yep. And I mean, at the end of the day, we shouldn't have signed. I mean, not Agreed. for that contract. Okay. And we and we, we talked about that last year at the time they did all this. We said yep. if we, we could have kept Cam for another year because then even well, then Cam, even if we I, didn't need to keep Cam, I, I would like Cam I said that's in the past. Sucked worse than he did in New England. If that would that would, hey then we would have had a better year. we would have had a better just, draft pick. Yeah, and it was just a one year deal, so it was like okay. Yep. But so I am yeah. but, but on the case of uh, on the case of that, if they were when they moved on and they cut the Olsons, that Keekley retires, they cut the Cam. There was no need to go out and get a, a journeyman quarterback. They should have rolled with the third-round pick. They should have rolled with P.J. Walker. They should have went out and – if they wanted a journeyman, not giving a guy $50 million or whatever it was just yeah. to be there. So then we could have – you know, that's – and we talked about that was the issue. Like if we if Teddy was a one-year deal, yeah. I'd have been that would have been fine. And I would have got it. I would have got it. And he had some hope last year. I think we've seen him, though. Yeah. And he's just – like he would have to have literally an elite – Every other position group. Because, I mean, to me, our skill positions are top-notch. And granted, McCaffrey was out a lot of games. So maybe we win one more game. We do, need a, we do need a tight end. Well, we, and that's why, like, I like that Pitts guy. But tight end right there, you know. It's yeah, like, tight end at eight is tough because it's such a slow-developing position. And especially when you look at the top tight ends right he's now. He's the real deal, though. He's the real deal. I think he. I think he'll be able to play right away. But I look, think he's one of them elite the, the tight two, ends. The two guys that are the best tight ends in the league, Kittle and Kelsey, were the fourth, fifth round picks. Gronk, second yeah, round that, pick. So I mean, that's yeah. But see, now people know about those guys, so they get. I know. Earlier. I just think it could be something that you could like again. I, I get the pits thing, but I think yeah, that's, no, that's I a agree. Lux, that's I a agree. luxury pick to me. If you were sitting in the twenties yeah. and you're sitting there, then hey, let me take pits. But at eight, I think. I'd go offensive line. I'd go even another defensive corner. end or corner. Yeah, or corner. offensive line, corner. You know, those would be. I mean, hell, even the best linebacker. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, but like, I don't want the Micah Parsons. If we're gonna play him at DN, that's fine. But he's not a middle linebacker. No, he's not an NFL. He's just linebacker. like, but it's the same guy, Shaq. Tom, you know like who it. I want? I want uh, if if Chaz Surratt somehow fell to the second round and us. Yeah. That'd be because he's got that quarterback mind too, and he's a freak. So, yeah. and it'd be North Carolina. I think that'd be a home run pick. Yeah. If you could get, I mean, it'd be dope. You get the quarterback on the offense and defense in the same draft. Yeah. That's not a bad way to go. Yeah. Chris, you got any thoughts? Uh, CMC coming back is going to take so much pressure off Teddy. I think, especially if he produces early. Um, that could really change Teddy's mindset. You know, three, four games into the season, he might just relax a little bit and not have so much stress and pressure on his shoulders. Um, Cause you know, we do have skilled positions out there who can make plays. It's just a matter of getting them the ball, you know, that's yeah. easier than with Teddy in our line. But um, I think CMC coming back is clutch, you know, you know, Robbie Anderson over at wide receiver temple, you know, owls can play, man. <laughs> Except for except for Whitehead, he's a he was an owl. But, but yeah, but but I it is interesting to see you know you know back to how they're completely like the graphic that the Panthers put out after the Super Bowl where it had everybody but Teddy in it to me was telling. I mean that was I know you don't want to read oh, yeah. small oh, things yeah. like that, but that's stuff but they that they did that last year too. Yeah, they came and that, it was that, like, that, oh, okay, we know what's up. Conference, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Except, and now, but see, they're not they're. 
they're not going all the out of the way at all to hide the fact that they're looking for the quarterback. Yes. Which is again, and I don't, I don't mind. The bottom line is, I look at it as a fan as I like that they're not being complacent. Yes, they're not being complacent. Period. Like they're not happy. I mean, no one should be happy with how he played. And granted, McCaffrey playing a better offensive line, clearly he would do better. But to me, at the end of the day, if you're not trying to win a Super Bowl, you're not doing shit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And so, and and he he has, I mean. On a good day, he is accurate in the short passing game. You know what I mean? You get a lot of yardage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah he has a lot of yards, yards, but yeah. That's, you're right. But that's what I'm saying. Like he had a he he had a crazy good year stats wise, but he only had two touchdowns, and that's because that deep ball. He all his deep touchdowns were him catching it and making a play. Yeah. yeah. And like the just deep ball, it never worked out. And obviously, if you have more time easier to throw a deep ball, throw to someone who's open, but I just don't think he can he has that arm like that. And I just want a quarterback who has the arm. And yeah. I mean both fields and lands have an arm. Yeah. They can definitely make that type of throw. It's just their accuracy. But I'll roll with that with the Josh Allen. So, I like that. So do you do we, say what, Chris? Bum right shoulders from Stafford, could he still make that throw though? Would if, if he can make it. I, I personally believe he can here's, make it. Here's I mean, I think, I think he's going to ball out. But, I mean, if if he doesn't, I'm glad we didn't trade him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here's the, we didn't make it, so yeah. I don't give a fuck. There, you know what I mean? The, the, the truth about Stafford will be on full display with the Rams. If he can't get a playoff win, and I get it. There's other factors. QB, QB wins aren't just on the QB, but, you know, all the, like, all the stuff up in Detroit – now it's time to, okay, let's see if he actually yeah. is as good as everyone's saying he is. Again, like Adam said, we didn't make the trade. It's whatever. But I'm glad I didn't trade the eighth pick just because I wasn't in it on a – I didn't think we were that piece away to getting to a Super Bowl. I still think we need – like we only have one offensive line starter that's under contract coming back, and that's the center. Other than that, we have nothing. So I feel like if we trade that pick, yeah, Adam you know, brought up, we can get it second, third, free agency. But that's just a lot of holes to fill to where I would rather have that eighth pick to either trade back or take a cue there and then go offensive line. But, you know, and then we still got another corner. We still probably need another safety. I mean, a linebacker, there's still a lot of holes there, a lot of promising. But what other moves do you think potentially are on the table? You know you know which one. You know well, the Deshaun Watson, but I don't think we have enough ammunition. But- no, I think we have enough ammunition, and I think we, I think we're going to be aggressive. I think we'll give it up. I think we would give up what it would take. But at the end of the day, I'm I don't know if he's even going to get traded. You yeah. know, and I think by the time they're ready to trade him, it might be too late. Yeah. Well, they've got this hope. I mean, I'd love him, and I think he, I I'd give up. I'd give up three first, easy, no questions asked. Only I'd three first, though, right? I mean, I'd give up some other later picks. Fuck it. I wouldn't give up Chin, Derek Brown, or Burns. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I'd give up. Uh, give up Teddy? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Are you me? I mean, you said everybody besides him. I didn't know. Yeah. Damn. I'd give all them up. I would, the only other person to add to that, I wouldn't give up DJ Moore. I don't care. I think you can find another. I mean, DJ turned it up at the end of the year, so I'm cool with it, but. I think you can always find – I don't think he's elite, elite. So if that's what it took, 
But then if you're trading DJ Moore, maybe you take first rounder off the table there. Yes. Yeah. You, you do two rounds. Two DJ Moore and a two two twos. I'd do that. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck yeah. it. I mean the I pro- think it's worth it for him. The problem is you can only trade three first round picks of yours a year years out. Like that's, so there you go. Boom. So that's the so NF- that's cool. So that's the problem is Miami and the Jets, they have they can trade up to Multiples. maybe Yeah, they can trade up to like four or six because they have multiple first round picks in multiple years. So that would be the thing. But I, I'm with you on that, Adam. The, the more I hear it, the Texans, if they trade him away, they gotta get a haul, but they also have no stars left. And you gotta sell tickets at some point. And depending on who you get back and what well, you Well they'll probably but I think I think if they trade Watts and they just they just wipe it out, they trade Watt. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Watt's gone anyways. I yeah. think they're gonna get rid of him. Yeah. Um I mean it's smart for them to I mean they they they're gonna have to trade Deshaun. I don't think anything happens good for the Texans. Like, there's no way they make up with that relationship. It'd be uh, one thing. If, I, I think like, they could make I, it up. I don't know. He already got paid. Like, he clearly hates that owner in Easterby. So I think at the end of the day, they're going to trade him. And 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 everyone's like, why did he sign the contract? Well, you always take the money. Yes. But he got the no trade clause, so it right. really limits the value. His like ultimately, he can really fuck them. Yeah. Exactly. He he ultimately decides where he gets traded. Well, the only thing where it starts to hit his pocket is when he does start missing time and they can find him and stuff. And then he's not getting checks. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, so, but then but but also it's like also think about it. They they got a new GM, new coach, they're trying to establish a new culture and damn your quarterback's holding out OTA like it's Yeah, so then at what point does he fall? What, at what point does he fold and say, you know what, I'm – because I think he's the type of guy that just wants to also play football and wants to have yeah. that reputation well, of, like, yeah. not kind of turning on it. I mean, I know what he's doing now, and by all means he has every right to do whatever he wants. But at some point, you know, they're going to come at a – you know, everyone's playing chicken right now, but I'm with you, Adam, as I don't know when is the too late because if you, if you try to do it after the draft, teams are going to be like – well, we just drafted a quarterback. You know, if you take, if the Panthers yeah. take a quarterback well, in the first hey, round, well, then trade that guy. Fuck it. You know, I'm cool with that. If <laughs> if he's traded after the draft, I think you give up less to get him. So that's even a win. I don't think that eliminates us. But you don't draft thinking you're going to trade. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You just you just do your thing, and if the trade pops up, that's dope. Yeah. You you go for it. I just like the fact that we're we're involved. Period. Yeah. It's it's refreshing. Now let's hope it works out. But yeah, I mean, and who knows what happens? But they also are the same ones that did sign Teddy. So yes, exactly. Who knows? Could that's, be worse. That's where I'm at with it. I mean, they were all in on Teddy. Rule loved Teddy. Brady loved Teddy. And I know now they're starting to leak small stuff out. Like, well, we still may he he may still be here after they completely have leaked out that we offered the you know trades for Stafford and all that kind of stuff. So. I, I I wouldn't want a David Carr trade. I wouldn't want a Garoppolo flip flop. I wouldn't want Kirk Cousins. Well, Garoppolo's fine because we're if we trade for Garoppolo, we're cutting them. Yeah, but I don't. We're I, cutting them. But I don't see I don't see the Niners just trading away something they can cut anyway. Exactly. Well, they well the the thing the thing the reason why the forty nine that trade got brought up is because the forty ers would like Teddy more than Garoppolo. Hmm. That seems, and he's on a cheaper deal than Garoppolo is, and like after this year, Teddy's contract is basically like you said earlier, cuttable. Yeah. So if they like Teddy more than Garoppolo, 
I don't know that's how many. Why. I don't know how many other teams like Teddy. Yeah, I don't. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. I I couldn't believe when that was floated around. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Because I was like, what? And well, first off, I just I think that that's a weird trade. Period. If for us, like, yeah. That's but I, if we can cut, if we cut Garoppolo, it makes sense. Like, if it was just a cap move to clear the twenty million off the cap, that's fine with me. What were you saying, Chris? Matt Rule wanted to get a guaranteed, you know, four or five wins. That's why he was all big on bringing in Teddy because he was like, I'm going to start my career in Carolina, not win yeah. the game. Like, yeah. Like, that's going to yeah. be a nice foundation to start. People can see how I coach. You know, yeah. that he was probably big on him. He didn't want to start with P.J. Walker. Another Temple out. Yeah, no. but, but the problem is the problem is getting those five wins has potentially cost you – you know, a, a, yeah, a, a guy up top, you know. So that was the only thing, you know. I get yeah, the whole, I get the whole culture. Yeah, it cost us Zach Wilson. Yeah, I, I get the whole feel. culture building thing and beating Washington in December. Oh, whoopee doodah day! But that cost you from pick three to now pick eight, and it could, it could be quarterback. When I get the whole culture thing, but you can do that other ways. I mean, it works both ways. Yeah. It works. Sometimes that type of thing works, though. Like Miami was in a similar spot. And now they last this year they were borderline playoff team and they've got assets galore still. Yeah, Sick. you know what I mean. They're in every. I, I mean, I don't like Tua personally. So if they could make that trade, Agreed. I think they should do it in the heartbeat. Now I will but, say this: everyone is you know, and I I'm still on the fence with Rule, but you know, Ron Rivera and John Fox had better first seasons record wise than Matt Rule. So. I will. I respect yeah. rule. I respect rule. Some of his stuff, but he does speak really spicy for a guy who didn't have a great season his first year compared to the other guys. So I want to see how this year two is going to come to fruition because now he has a year under his belt. They got the COVID protocols. They can figure stuff out. No excuses there. But he's got to make. They've got to at least get to eight or nine wins for him to be talking as spicy as he's been talking. He didn't have a great first. Season. I don't know about that. I think he did five wins. <sighs> Five wins. I mean, I, I don't know. I just it just it didn't feel that it didn't feel good. No. I don't think we should have won it, half those games. Easily got eight or nine wins. Yeah, we, yeah. we could have won eight or nine games. Like we were in almost every single game we were played. Not to me. That's great coaching. At the be at least from my perspective, because beginning season I thought they were going to be shit, even with Teddy. Like Teddy, Teddy exceeded my expectations. I still don't think he's good, but. But I want I mean, to say five, I, I didn't think expect the defense five wins. My expectations. The de- defense exceeded my expectations. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, I definitely. We still got some things that we got to clean up. We got to figure out what we're going to do with corner and safety. But at least the front four, they made a little bit of well, noise. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Duvall, let's pause it. The first half, that defense, when he would only rush three, that, that, that yeah. had me furious. Yeah. Hey, but he learned. He did learn. He I, will, I will say that. So, I mean, he, he the, did learn. Sec- I mean, if anything, the offense – went down the gutter the yes. second half of the season yes. and the defense is the one that has hope. Yes. So, I mean, I do like, I already see, I like that Brady's back and I think he'll learn from some of the mistakes he made because he made some mistakes, Play Colin, in Big some time. of these close games too. Some of those are on, on the coaching staff. Yes. So, but I mean, in one of those games, it was on Teddy and Rule even called him out. Yeah. You could tell there was more frustration building up. So, yes. I, I really feel like Teddy was more of a Brady guy and and Brady wanting to set the offense. You know what I'm saying? And clearly we want to set the offense that Brady has. 
And we already have our replacement for Brady, I think. That guy we uh, signed as our quarterback's coach. Yeah. I forgot his name, but he's – I like it. I, I, I think they're coaching. I would – I mean, you don't give him an A because, I mean, we only had five wins, but I'd say solid B. But that's what I'm saying like, is I need – like, I, I knew where it was this season. But I needed to jump more for how spicy and how talking of culture and all this. It needs to make a significant jump of improvement for me to go, okay, I can I, I believe in this guy a little bit more. I'm not completely sold yeah. on him all the way yet because again So what is it? What's the jump? I said I said Three? eight to nine eight to nine wins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's fine. And that's kind of what I'm ex- well, it just depends what the quarterback looks like. I don't care too. what the quarterback yeah. is. I, it, it should be eight or nine. Because, like I said, if, if you look at it, a few of the, like I said, we was we lost what seven seven games by seven or less or three or less or something like that. So, if, if you get if you take those seven wins and we win half of them or three of those, that's eight yeah. wins. But if we draft Trey Lance and say he starts game one, do you think we're winning eight games? Well, I sure I just, as well hope so, because they're going to run him like they ran Josh Allen and Cam in their rookie years and just let that yeah. athletic freak go, man. See, uh, He'll be able to escape the pocket better than Teddy can. He'll be able to make plays. He'll have the deep ball, I'll tell you that. He may not be able to throw a cross route just yet, but yeah. he'll be able to air that puppy out to old, old Bear Boy, old Robbie Anderson. So. I don't know, man. But if they don't have a quarterback, it is, it's the coach's fault, because Matt Rule's calling the shot. Agreed. So yes. I guess you – I guess you could. I could be down with that either way. Yeah. Other than a freak, a freak thing. Yes. Other than a freak thing, like a freak accident like injury. A, so, yeah. Yeah, like we get a rookie quarterback who's dope, and then he gets a freak injured or something. Yeah. But yeah, I like agree. Burrow, like Burrow did in, in, in Cincinnati. I can get on board with that. Yeah. But I, I mean, like like you said, it's only it's only February, so. Yes. Yeah, we got. There's a there's a lot's gonna happen. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, you got free agency. So speaking I mean, of who do that who do you who do you want re-signed out of the free agents? Moten all day, yeah. every day. We need Moten. I think they're definitely franchising we, him. We can let Samuel go. I won't mind if we had him back, but I just feel like I mean like like you said earlier, it's almost like a luxury. We have Robbie and DJ Moore. We can re sign DJ Robbie re, and it'll save us money. If we extend Robbie, you know what I mean. So, and but the like, question there is: is do you extend Robbie and not? You're gonna have to extend DJ in a year or two, too. Well, yeah, but you're gonna pay DJ like a long extension. Like you're just extending Robbie two years. Like you know how those deals start working. And like I've already, you already saw reports like we were interested in Will Fuller and shit like that. So what that means to me is Samuel's. Probably gonna get a decent penny. Oh, he's getting paid. And I'm not. It's either yeah, it's yeah. either it's either the guy who recruited him Ohio State and Urban Meyer in Jacksonville, or yeah. it's it's Ron again up there. Yeah. In, in Washington, or even Green Bay, or or, Green Bay. Green Bay. or, or I'd say I'd say or I'd, I'd say the Giants because Gettleman's running the Giants. Yep. So yeah, that's, that's the guy who drafted him. So he's gonna get paid, and I don't think. I mean, personally, I'd rather spend the money elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like offensive line, a hundred percent, or I mean, corner safety. I mean, Anything. whatever we got to do, whatever, whatever. Just a position. I think receiver having two quality receivers is what we need, and I think you can always find that third. Like you can draft a rookie in the third round if we you get rid of Samuel. I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah. I mean, hell, it even opens up in the first round. 
You know what I mean? It even opens that up even. It's just, I'd still rather not do that, but. It's always tough because I remember, like, and I wasn't on board with them re-signing Brandon LaFell. But then when Brandon LaFell went up to New England and won a Super Bowl, it's going to it's gonna stink if Samuel goes to Green Bay and just lights it on fire with, like, a thousand receiving, a thousand rushes. And, and you're just like, and they're in the Super Bowl and you're like, well, that's cool. I really appreciate that, but I mean, that's just the way the game goes. <laughs> yeah, you understand, though. You know, like you—that's a move you can understand. Yeah. And, but now, if we got—if we somehow didn't have Mo and and him, I'd be furious. I'd yeah. be like, "What are we doing?" Yeah. I'd be like, "What are we doing?" I mean, we have to sign one of the two, definitely. But yeah. Moten's our—I mean, our only good offensive lineman. Yeah. I think any other offensive line position can be replaced. Yeah. So don't lose the one anchor you have. But it's going to be interesting because we've got a GM that we've never seen before. You know, we, we did yeah. this with Gettleman five, six years ago, and we, we got his philosophy. But Fritterer, he didn't even see him in his press conference. We kind of got his philosophy, but you don't know till the action starts, till the signings yeah. and the trades and the draft starts, really what he's going to do because he's always been a right-hand guy. Now he gets to make the choices – like you said, is he going to make a big splash and trade up? He try. He almost made a big splash by trading yeah, for Stafford. So that's what I'm saying. Like clearly, we don't want Teddy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, we don't want him. And I don't know how you do something like that and bring him back. Almost, you know. Well, he like, just so won- I, I feel like something's going to happen. He just won the sportsmanship award, so obviously they're they're fine with doing that with Teddy because they know. All he's gonna do is just show up with his uh with his minivan that he drives and he's and gonna go, paid. Okay, cool, and get paid. So yeah, he'll, and get paid. And that's yeah. why they kinda feel like they can do that. And that's why they probably got him too. Yeah. I mean that's a that's part of it. It sucks though. And that's kinda what I when we talked about last year, how at some point when they draft a quarterback, I think they felt like this guy Teddy wouldn't be the disgruntled veteran. He'd yeah. at least take him under his wing, you know, and, and help the guys out. So we'll see if that is a first round guy. I mean, second or third, I don't know, but it will be very interesting to see how this all shakes out and and what they're going to do. I, I I just hope I really. Oh, go ahead, Chris. My bad. I was just going to say, ask Ryan Fitzmagic if you're replaceable or not. Hey, I'd take him. I'd take him over Teddy. <laughs> they For should, one year. They should have done that a couple years. They should have done that last year instead of Teddy. They should have. I yeah. agree, man. And he, because I think. Well, if my I don't think Miami wanted to make the playoffs ultimately because if they kept him in, I think they would have made the playoffs. He played really well this year. Yeah. He could still throw it deep. Yeah. Well, you got to have the opportunity. I mean, he's a gunslinger as well. He's an interception hound too. He'll definitely lose you some games. Yeah. But, oh, he did, he, <laughs> but I think he's gotten less riskier as he's gotten older, and he can still make the deep throw. Yeah. But I don't see us going that route either. No. But was, I'd take him. That was last take year. Him. You can't sign another journeyman with Teddy still taking up 20-something million dollars. So. Well, I, Teddy would be gone oh, okay. if we did something like that. But only in one year. We got any other quarterback that's old, if, and it's not more than one year. Well, what we if they, what Teddy, if they went after pissed. and got Jameis? If it was one year... Fine. One year, fine. <laughs> One year, I'm fine. Because then, yeah. well, if he I plays mean, Jay, well, then Jay fuck it. And, and Teddy are basically 1A and 1B. You're really not. They kind of are. I think, yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. I, Jameis has a slightly better arm, but I think that's his His deep balls are, he's, he is Teddy. Yeah. Teddy <laughs> might be better than Jameis, though. I don't know. Jameis, they, they <laughs> that's brought. That's a close, that's a good one. Yeah. They brought Jameis that's in just to throw the deep ball because Drew Brees' arm was shot. 
Yeah, so I think I I go Jameis. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so weird. It'd be so weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd just be weird. But but Jame, but only one year. But only you know what's year. you know what's interesting is we could have went Jameis last year for one year, and yep. let him ride it out. But we went with Teddy for three years. Well, that's just at the end of the day, that blows my fucking mind. Yeah. Oh. And, and, and now. It was it a just, comfort level for, for, for What Brady. sucks about that is this year. Yeah. Because next year, I don't think Teddy's on the roster next year. Agreed. Period. Agreed. And his and, and even if he is, his contract next year is only $14 million. Yeah. So that's a lot better than 20, 20, whatever. So I don't know. It just sucks, though. Well, because we're, we're in no man's land. It's like, not optimistic. Yeah, it's just not optimistic. And nothing against Teddy. I mean, he's obviously he's a great person. You know, I like Teddy Bridgewater. I, I like his story. I wish he'd be, I wish he was good. But I, I've just seen it so many times when someone just doesn't have the arm. It's yeah. about the arm. It's about the arm. Like Drew Brees doesn't have the arm anymore. Tom Brady still has the arm. Patrick Mahomes, goddamn, has the best arm I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like him throwing it upside down is probably possible. Yeah. And Josh Allen, arm, like Cam when he was good, arm. Before he got hurt, Cam had an arm. Yeah. So, no. yeah. All right, so what, Lurs, still early February, what's your bold prediction to happen between now and, I guess, we'll say, like, as free agency starts? Is that after the draft? No. <laughs> free agency is, like, beginning of March. And the draft Man, is in April. I honestly don't know. I think we're going to try to get a quarterback somehow. So, I just don't know. I mean, I think we're going to try to get Deshaun, but I don't think he's going to be an option. I don't know. Yeah, all right. I don't know. I, I, and I, I'm not, I don't mind that. I'm very interested okay. to see what, what we do. I'm ready to establish some type of identity this offseason. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep. Duvall, bold prediction. Because we, we probably will only touch on well, Panther stuff for a while. Should I make a prediction? Sure, go for it. I'll just say I think we end up trading up in the draft for a rookie quarterback, and it'll either okay. be Wilson or Fields. Oh, see, you went. Oh, see, I was gonna, I was gonna wait and see to do that until we get to the draft. When I was just saying for free agency between now and March, but it's all right. We'll still have your bold prediction on there. That's cool. Oopsies. <laughs> well, I'm sure it'll change by then. Yeah. So. All right, Duvall, what's yours? And, and and I know I, I won't necessarily talk because we'll wait bold prediction draft. But I think free agency wise, I think I think we re-sign Moten. Um, I do think we let Samuel walk, unfortunately, because I would love to have him back. But I think he he played his way into a a, a spot where he deserved to be paid. Um, I think off, from the offensive line perspective, I think we're going to go make some noise to go get a left tackle or another interior guy. Um, I don't think we'll get Deshaun. I, I think there's they, they want too much for him. Because, like, even let's say we give them three first. Somebody will say, whether it be the Jets or whether it be the Dolphins, the Dolphins may say, we'll give you this year's first, two first, and next year's two first and a third. And two and a quarterback, yeah, yeah, or Darnold. You're like, yeah, you can't do it. But I do think um, 
that they'll go out and they'll be aggressive in free agency too. I think they'll bring over not necessarily a big name defensive player, but I think someone, another veteran that's a fairly decent star, whether it be at the linebacking position or the safety position. And I think they'll go get a, a, a decent wide receiver too that will come in and compete for some catches, whether they be Will Fuller or – some of that he might, he, might, he might get more money, Allen Robinson or something like that. But I think they'll they'll try and go get somebody. See, I don't. I can't see them letting Samuel go and then going and sign another receiver. I can see them letting Samuel go and getting a guy in the third round that they just well, if they're the cheap, I mean, it's see, that, that, that's what I'm thinking. It's gonna be cheaper than yeah. Samuel. But that's why I'm like, thinking in, in the first little bit of free agency, I, it's the money's way up there. So I don't know if it's gonna be yeah. anybody that it may be somebody Pharaoh Cooper esque that's slidden from somewhere else. But you know. We'll see. I will. I will. I was surprised you didn't. Duvall, you said a, a defensive player. You didn't mention Patrick Peterson's name being brought up as someone they may go out there and get as another corner. I'm sure he's going to. I think. I think he's going to go to a contender. Yeah, Green Bay. He hasn't he got, seen a lot. Yeah. I can see him going somewhere like Green Bay or Seattle or somewhere where they're they're on the cusp of. Well, Sounds like T- Tampa Bay's down there creating super teams, so he might just yeah, go slide over there. Cleveland. He, he went, and, and Patrick Peterson's been paid, so it's not like he's looking for money. Yeah, and he probably wants to be a number two guy. They are. I would know, say. Yeah. I think we're out on the Deshaun stuff. I think I'll have I'll, two bold predictions. I think they somehow. I'll, the salary cap to me is always used when you don't really want to keep a player because you can make it work if you really want to make it work. I think somehow they do – my bold prediction, they end up keeping Moten and Samuel, but they do make a trade for that left tackle up there in Baltimore, either giving, up, giving up a two or a three to somehow secure that. So then they'll have Moten on the right, the other guy, uh, Orlando Brown, I think is his name, on the left yeah. side, and that'll set you, you know, maybe two twos this year's and next year's two or something. So then they can focus on, okay, we got our bookends. Let's 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 try to get this let's get this quarterback at eight. So that that would be my my two bull predictions on that, Chris. It'd be nothing to get two guards and a, and you know yeah, yeah. you can get guards. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Orlando Brown, baby. <laughs> Chris, man, I don't really have any bold free agency predictions. Where's Carson uh, Wentz going? Yeah, I was gonna say, what about oh, Philly? Whoa, whoa. Oh, he's going to the Colts. Oh, he's going he's to the Colts. Going... Okay, yeah, that's bold. Okay, and I and I'm For glad, what? and I hope he kills it in the dome. I'm I got yeah. I'm hoping he's done, he's going to do well. But um, I'm glad he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw a meme today, and it was like, why did Kansas City pick up the Philadelphia Eagles offense with no line and a quarterback scrambling for his life and heaving the ball up to nobody? You know, that's, <laughs> that's what Wentz had when he was in, and that's what. Mahomes had, you know, in the Super Bowl, but uh, not nobody, obviously. He's throwing the Super Bowl talent, but um, I think bold prediction, though, for the Panthers, I think I think bold, 9-10 to 10 wins. I really think so. Oh, you went all the way to next season. I respect <laughs> that. I respect <laughs> that. Whoa. I respect uh, it. That's a multiverse. Yeah, shit. he is. He went all the way. He, hey, he already jumped onto the uh, August podcast for us, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just save it. Play it then. Yeah, just play it. <laughs> I literally I got nothing for free agency. Fair enough. I got nothing Panthers related for free agency. <laughs> all right, James. I appreciate that, Chris. I yeah. Appreciate hey, that rule sucked. First year at Temple, had like one win. First year at Baylor, like one or two wins. 
you know, at college, I, I know, I know. But I just, I believe in rule, man. Right. Yeah. Until he goes to an organization and fails to win in three years, you know, then boom. That's what I said. I'm, I, I just want to see the next step. That's all I ask, the next step. I, think I, said, I, I support that. All right. Jeeves, your bold prediction, but it can't be anything that we have already said. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who all the free agents that we have are. Okay. Besides, Come on, Google man. Besides Moten, Moten and Curtis Samuel, those are the only two that I know of. Um, I would like to see Moten resign, um, but for mine, I mean, I guess it's not a bold prediction. I just like to see a new quarterback in, like Adam was saying. So what would be a make a bold yeah. prediction? Like what do you what do yeah. you what's the trade? You just gotta make something up. Like what do you think? Who's gonna be the quarterback? Yeah. I don't think I don't I think we're gonna get the quarterback in the draft. I don't think we're gonna I don't necessarily in free agency. Okay. I just don't think that we can go get Deshaun and give up all that when we can get a get a quarterback in the draft. When we have other positions that we need to fill. So your bold prediction is we're just going to be have a boring free agency. Not a boring. It won't be aggressive. I just don't know how many people will sign. Okay. That's fair. All right. All right. So we'll end it. I'll, I'll just pick a random question. Um, let's see. For the uh, Warehouse Distillery, Wine Under the Bridge Notebook. <laughs> oh, look at Jeeves getting in on it. Let's hey, see. I was ready, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you could spend one night at an old blockbuster pre two thousand, what two movies would you choose to watch on VHS? Oh, what, hold up, say what now? All right, uh, if if you if you could spend one night at an old blockbuster pre two thousand, what two movies would you choose to watch on VHS? So it has to be a movie that was only on VHS. Chris has already got his hands up. What do you got? Goodfellas. Okay. And Liar Liar. Ooh, that's pretty good. Liar Liar was a good one. I'll I'll ricochet off of your your Jim Carrey there. I'd go Dumb and Dumber. And then I don't know if that was pre two thousand, but it definitely was on VHS. Well, dang, I don't, that wouldn't count then if it's pre two thousand. Well, what, well, what, <laughs> what year? Is it, is it? What year did Dumb and Dumber come out? I think that was two thousand. So. Was it? Nah, Dumb and Dumber was in the nineties. Okay. 100%. Yeah, ninety four. So I'm good. So I'm yeah, good. Yeah, okay. yeah. Come on, that's I'm the good. dude from uh, Full House. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, 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 you know, so he, didn't, he didn't make it to the two thousand. So I'd, I'd go, I'd go Dumb and Dumber, and then the classic I watched as a kid VHS. I'd probably go hit Little Mermaid. Because I know it's on VHS. L- Lion King, Little Mermaid, something along those lines. So that would be my two. Ooh. There were so many. Yeah, and while and while while they're thinking, who's next? Who's next? I, I got two, but I'll wait till the housekeeper. Go ahead. Okay, while they're waiting, let's we'll just do the final the final uh, the score sheet here, uh, and, the, and the scores. For the pick'em, so myself, I finished with the lead, one sixty-eight. Duval second, one sixty-six. All favorites, one sixty-five. Quarter, all one sixty-two. Lurge, you had one sixty-one. Danielle, hey. Danielle had one sixty-one. 
Logan at 7th, 159. And then 8th, 9th, and 10th, Jesse, Brittany, and Paris all had 158. Jeeves, you finished a strong 22nd with one Damn, Jeeves. with 147. Mikan, you were four, 14th at 154. And then uh, the all underdogs finished 37th with 85 points. Wow. Wow. So Congratulations. Yep. So there it is. All right. So y'all have had some time to think. What Duvall? What's your two movies? You, Duvall, you should be easy. You wear the t-shirts all the time. Oh no, no. Listen, I I, I got I got two. Oh, um, <laughs> all right. House party, and then um, Beverly Hills Cop. You not oh, choosing Jurassic yeah. Park is a crime, Duvall. You got multiple hats, multiple t-shirts. I know. I, I was. I, I was. I, I, listen, I'm saying, man, House Party was just the only reason I say House Party because I watched it the other day. So I, okay. I would watch it. Man, okay. Jurassic, oh man, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I got. I thought about the Indian Undercover. Yeah, yeah that's, oh, yeah, that's a good. One. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, my that's man. A good one. Man, I'm, man, I'm sorry. Bet. Yeah, it, I I throw in Little Giants, Mighty Ducks. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, come on, Snowy so Roll. Oh my bad, my bad. Sorry. Right, baby, we we slow. We gotta go. <laughs> Damn. Three Mighty Ducks. Just pick one of the three Mighty yeah. Ducks. All right, who who wants it? Jeeves or Gerald Henderson? Uh, I I'll go. Uh, I'll go first off. I'll go Back to the Future, Easy Money. Okay. Uh, Cash, you know they gotta have that VHS. Yep. Um. I'll go a goofy movie if we're Ooh. going kind of. I just remember having that VHS. Yeah. I remember having that, the big blue. But, uh, and also, uh, LaMelo Ball's home movie. I, I support that as well. Uh, on VHS or DVD. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeeves. Uh, I was, I was going to go Mighty Ducks before Jerrell stole it. You get, it's all yeah, right, it's man. a great one. So, you and then um, Bombay, baby. I'll also go uh, Lion King. Oh, okay. Okay. So that, that was always a classic one that we always that we always watched as a. No free Willie. Oh, damn. That's a good one. That's a, good I know, man. That's I'm, a great one. That was hard, man. Yeah. I'm sitting here. That's like, a great one. Now, that's a great one. Toy Story 2 was a great one on VHS. Toy Story was. Yeah, I used to kill Toy Story on VHS. Is it Sick Days like, as a Kid? Also, the Ninja Turtles with real was it was it was it Small Soldiers was the one with like the the two different the uh God, what were those two different made up toys called I can't remember yeah gosh the I can't Argonauts yeah Argonauts yeah, yeah. that was it was later than two ninety two it had to be later it was ninety eight ninety eight okay so it was just yeah. in there okay you know what so Adam yeah. you brought up the VHS with blue I remember when Nickelodeon would have theirs in like Snow Day. Oh, and it was orange. The VHS was yeah. orange. Oh, that that always got Same played. Same with the Rugrats movie. Yes. and all. Oh, really? yep. Orange. I always yeah. loved those when they would. When they, you felt like you were something special because the VHS wasn't a black one. It was orange or oh, blue yeah. or green or whatever. <laughs> and purple. Yep. Yeah. Listen, man, I, it was just cool just being able to go into blockbusters, man. It was. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And, and they, they had you a can game. spend a night in one now. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> And that question came from uh, Lance that was on the podcast a couple months ago. So Lance Stevenson. That's it. Miss you, bud. Trey Lance. Miss you, bud. All right. Trey Lance. Trey, Trey Lance. Lance. <laughs> All the Lances. All Mark right. Lance Welcome. Armstrong. 
So <laughs> we can't. We have one one ball. Armstrong. Larry Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lurs, it's been a while. We we can't end the pod without just a, a tad bit oh. of the Lamelo talk. How are you oh, feeling? Dude. How are you feeling? Loving him. Yeah. Loving him, man. It, uh, you know, I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be truly great. Um, you know, hey, Kemba's a legend, but, you know, sometimes you got to move on. Yep. got to move on, baby. Does, so ha, I, ha, I, like, you... I, like, I like the whole team in general. We got a lot of depth. Like, I really like it. Ultimately, I don't want to make a trade this year. Just let it ride this year. Okay. I want to let it ride. Let Monk ride. Let's see what happens. You're gonna have to move one of those guards eventually, but yeah. man, I really think he's got like Siri. He's got it. He's got it. What I need to know is what the Martin brothers have on the coach, because that man, because they keep getting burned. I was, I was finally glad that I'm guessing yeah. it was Mitch Kupchak who said, "Yo, you gotta play Monk, man." Like the guy yeah. can score. He's still only 22. Let's fi- yeah. instead of playing an undrafted. Well, I think in the they second- were punishing him. I know. I think they were still they were forcing it in them. Like, all right, because I think they always planned on playing them again. Yeah. I think they just wanted to enforce. All right, listen, this is it. Yeah. You know, period. And he, he he's showing up. And yeah. Cody's showing up. Like, I'm really liking what I'm seeing. But Lamelo is the real deal. Yes. Holyfield. I it, and Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Worth every penny so far. Every penny. So, I mean, I can't complain about anything, which is a miracle. Yeah, it is. <laughs> one of the one yeah. of the good things about watching them play is that you really don't know whose night it's going to be. Yep. Because one night it might be Monk, one night it might be Graham, one night it might be LaMelo, one night it might be Hayward, one night it might be Rozier. Yeah. Here, Bridget. Here's, I mean, Terry's played great this year. Yeah. I, I really... Bridges has improved great. Like, he's became someone I'd like to keep on the roster now. There yeah. were a lot of guys I'd have moved instantly. And now, like, we've got options. Yeah. we got options. we got assets. we got options. we got we got hope. Yeah. we got yeah. hope, baby. And you know what? At least we have future, too, to where we haven't mortgaged picks to get somebody yeah. or anything else. So we still, like you said, we now have – and we have good pieces to where if we need to go get another superstar, we have assets to make those moves exactly. to get it to where we it don't have keep- old expiring contracts or someone sitting there like Zellers is going to be coming up so we can either re-sign him again or try to go get somebody else. So there's not those well, old even pieces. even if we re-sign him, he'll be a lot cheaper than his deal now. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I'd love for him to be our backup center. Yeah. That's agreed. fine. I'd love that. But, I mean, bottom line is when you got someone like LaMelo, depending yes. on how good, like, depending on how quickly he advances, and I mean, I think he, I think he's one of them dudes. Yeah. I really do. So, and people, people want to play with people like that, especially LaMelo who passes. Yes. And he just, <laughs> like, his just attitude, like, everything about it, and he's just a basketball junkie. Like, I mean, to me, it just, it, I feel like you know when people have that it factor and everything, yep. I think it's clear as day. And yep. I don't think you can put him back on the bench. Okay, see that was gonna be my follow up. What no. yep. I don't he yep. can't he can't go back to the bench, right? I understand it. I understand all of it, but no. You gotta start him, man. Yeah. He clearly makes everyone better. Yeah. And he's nineteen. Like in and, and he turns the ball over and his off ball defense is very Suspect. not good. <laughs> but it's because in that 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 just takes some time. That's just and he's to me. I have no problems with that because he loves basketball 
and he loves to study. You can tell, like, you can tell in his interviews, like, and people would probably have the wrong idea of him just based off LeVar, like, yeah. but it's like Lonzo's pretty quiet, too. Like, it's like, dude, he's just a hooper. Yeah. He's just a hooper. So I feel like he's he wants to get better, and he will. Yeah. Well, like I said, you see the willingness there. Unlike guys who come in and they're gifted athletically crazy, but they don't have the willingness to get the, the, the triple double, like the double doubles, the triple double, the rebounds. I mean, he doesn't have to get rebounds. Yeah. Well, but- dude, he's an elite. He's, for a guard, he's almost an elite rebounder. Well, he's 6'8". Right? it's just all instinct. 6'8", and, and too. I, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't yeah. hurt that he's 6'8", but I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. You see a lot of those no, guards who wouldn't be... You see a lot more. Who, who wouldn't be willing to do that at 19 to yeah. go down there, but I think the, the small time he spent in Australia playing... Against professionals, and Lithuania, like yeah. you said, where where you saw, like you were playing against people who were feeding kids, so they're not going to go treat you like an AAU and like look at you starstruck. So he got that professional ideal of it. Now he's here and he can just hoop, and that's what I, I think. He's just love because he's like you said, he's all about basketball. It seems like, and he just loves playing basketball. I think it speaks volumes that they made the draft pick I wanted, and it's worked out beautifully. <laughs> I mean, if they did it for years, we'd be golden child. So I'm just saying. When we're on the same page, it's a good thing. That's true. It's a good thing. I, I just hope it, it stays that way. Um, yeah. Like I said, yeah. It's, 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 it's even though he was third, like there's, that's not a, a knock on the first two picks because Anthony Edwards. No, yeah, they're both playing. Good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Wiseman's playing real well too. So it's like they're not – I think this was a very, very strong – I would say top three picks. They're making a whole lot of noise. Um, oh, yeah. But I'll say – They were underrated. But I'll say Duvall. I'll say Duvall. But Lamelo's the star. Yes, I'm glad we had three and we got Lamelo. We needed star power. I'm Anthony Edwards is playing great, but we needed somebody that would. And yes, I get it. Winning will feel that, but Lamelo brings so many more. I I haven't seen this many highlights. Well, dude, he's crazy. Ever. I mean, it's yeah. he's fun to watch. Like you watch him, everyone. It's it's so fun to watch. Yeah. Every pass. Him making a simple pass is exciting. Yeah. Because it could be a no look, like, and it's not all just flash. Like, all his flashy passes are also ball fakes that actually work. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's, it's it's awesome to watch. Yeah. 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 No, but I see, agree. Now, now, my question is, is since, and, and I know we're wrapping up, when you talked about not putting him on a bench and you're starting him, so you take Graham to the bench, or do you no, take you three Jimmy? guards? Three guards. It's play. tough, man, and that's why ultimately I think he's going to go back to the bench. But at the end of the day, he needs to have twenty-five minutes a game at the minimum, and I want him in in that final lineup. Yeah, and I don't care how it has to happen. Okay, because because like it's Terry and Devontae both have an argument to be starters as well, and yeah. I think Devontae had a slow start. He's playing better, and he has been clutch. He hits clutch shots. Yeah. So I'm okay with you struggling shooting during the whole game if you hit your clutch shot when it counts. Yeah. And I think that goes a long way. Like, but Terry also, like, they all deserve it. Yeah. We have depth. We have assets. So eventually one of them, one of those two is going to be gone. Yeah. And and Terry's only, I think, a year older than Devontae. Might be two years max. But because Devontae was old. Devontae's like 24 to 25. Yeah. Yeah. So he stayed in school for four years. Yep. Yep. So, like, and you're going to basically, Devontae's going to get paid probably similar to Terry Rozier's contract. Yeah, you you got to pick one or the other. You got to pick one or the other. Yes. And I mean, I think everyone would agree Devontae's a little more optimistic, but I don't know, man. Terry might. Yeah. 
They might be a little better too. Well, I mean, he got the, a little more dog in him. But. The key's going to come down is to when we do have to pay those guys, the drafting and the depth is going to show because once you start paying some of those big guys money, you can't go get bigger free agents. So you're going to have to hope you draft better yeah. or you make moves to where you trade those picks and get other pieces. So that to me yeah. is the next two or three years similar to the Panthers is what do they build on this success barring extreme injuries or something crazy. But the future looks bright. bright. It's great to be a Hornets fan. I'm glad we finally have a superstar on the team. We knew yep. the only way we were getting players trade and draft. draft. And that was and it. And we're finally, it's finally working. doing it, baby. Yes. It's, it's working. Mitch Kupchak, I love the jokes about who the Jeeb of the Hornets is and hit Jeeves in the nuts, but, hey, he's doing his, he's uh, doing his job. He ain't done that in a while. <laughs> uh, he, it sounds like he misses it. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know who it is. It's uh, coming from Jacob. All right. Uh, other than that, like I said, we'll reconvene closer to the draft and get all that shaken out again. We'll do some pre-draft stuff. But uh, Chris, anybody final final thoughts, final words? Shake and bake, baby. Lurs, <laughs> <laughs> always good to have you on because you always bring that crazy sh- shenanigans going. So. Oh yeah, gotta spice it up. Man, yep. You know. Yep. All right, Duval. Final thoughts. Nah, man, just enjoyed it. All Made right. Laugh. Chris, we need, Chris, we gotta see a, a picture of you and your girl soon. Your six month anniversary or something, man. Maybe the year anniversary. Oh, man. That's that's uh, all the way to September. Little Manta Yeah, Manta action, action <laughs> over here. What's, what's, <laughs> Lene Kakua, what's your name? <laughs> I don't think it was something like that. It was, yeah. All right. Like, what was, <laughs> say what? Fugazi. What is it? From Wolf of Wall Street? It's a Fugazi. A Fugazi. <laughs> Fugazi. Fugazi. Blue Gazy. <laughs> I think we should wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get that All right. Well, uh, yeah. Go subscribe, like. Thanks for listening to our shenanigans. And uh, Chris, it's been a while, man. So how do we send the pod out? Push. <laughs>